Welcome to Never End Those Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. There's an app for that. <laughs> I'm Chris, and people put me down because that's the side of town I was born in. I'm Shauna, and I'm Chug-a-Lug Luggin. And I'm Tepper. This week, we'll be watching Titan AE, directed by Don Bluth and Gary Goldman, uh, released in 2000. The film was originally pitched as a live-action film. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. By who? Uh, We can get into that, I'm sure. Uh, Chris brought this movie to us this week. Why... I feel like I've just been punched. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um, this is a good movie. I was 10 or 11 when this came out. Uh, actually, what, when did this come out? June. I was 11 when this came out. Um, sci-fi was good. I was 11. Don Bluth is good. Uh, uh, I was way into like uh, sci-fi um, and like comic book magazines. I read a lot of Wizard and Inquest magazines. That's probably where I heard about this. And we were talking before. I'm not sure if I saw this in theater or in a, or rented uh, at uh, video place. But um, boy, oh boy, I was excited for some for some sci-fi movie. Uh, does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? Uh, I have never seen it. I don't think I've seen any of it. I've definitely seen at least part of Treasure Planet. And yeah, I don't think I've seen scenes from this, but who knows? I don't I don't remember a lot of things. Have you guys ever even heard of it? Yeah, no. I, I definitely heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. Which is why, like, I don't really remember if I've ever seen tiny pieces of it, of it in addition to Treasure Planet or not. I would not be surprised, especially for you, Ivan, if halfway through watching this you go like, oh. That's very possible. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, do we want to talk a little bit about the movie? Yeah, we, we save that till after. Well, let's look at this poster. Uh, so we're now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Please describe it and tell us what you think the movie's about. That's a pretty cool poster, I gotta say. Oh, man. That tagline, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. <laughs> okay, yeah, that... <laughs> okay. I think that's actually the greatest tagline of sci-fi. <laughs> Get ready for the human race. <laughs> and there's people running. Uh, on the yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was like... <laughs> you could put that tagline on... Almost any sci-fi movie. Any sci-fi movie, yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like space in the background, and there's like some ships. 
you know how to describe those ships. They're they're weird looking. Um, but they're whatever. Who cares about that? Uh, uh, the real cool stuff in this poster is there's like a laser beam being shot at uh, two humans who are currently like running away from this giant explosion going off behind them. And they're running on like a rocket uh, or at the very least a ship that is uh, like they're on the outside of a ship running. Um, one's shooting laser beam. The other one's just sprinting. Uh, uh, one One's a male and the other's a female uh, as well. And it just says at the bottom. Also, this, this whole poster slanted. Um, and it says uh, a Titan AE. So it's a pretty cool poster, I gotta say. Can you guess what the AE stands for? After Earth. Dot com. So I have just checked AfterEarth.com, and I would like everyone to know that AfterEarth.com has been acquired by Sony Pictures and is now being used to advertise the Jaden and Will Smith film After Earth. (laughs) (laughs) One of of the worst motion pictures ever made. Oh, man. Do you think maybe that, maybe uh, giving it the, well, I guess it was already... Uh, this is, I think this is already Sony, so they would have already had it. It's like because if maybe selling that domain would have been enough to break even on this movie. Finally, <laughs> this is I'm <laughs> I'm deciding that After Earth is in the Titan AE canon. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes sense. Maybe that was the live action movie they were always trying to make. There we go. Um. Yeah, this. This gives me some real Mass Effect vibes. I I feel like yes, Mass Effect. Mass Without Effect. If if else. not from, if not from the movie itself, I think they took inspiration from this poster. Yeah. Um, yeah. Less horny is the only thing. With once again, no spoilers. Less horny is the only thing I'll say. Like Mass Effect is less horny, or no, this other way is around. Less horny? Yes. Okay. This is this is for eleven to thirteen year olds. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it could have been more horny. You never know. Uh, here's an alternate version of the poster. Uh, you were talking about Slanted before. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> so very, very, very similar poster, except the explosion is blue instead of orange now. It's not quite as big. Humans are also getting closer. If there's another poster, they're going to be even closer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's so slanted, they're fucking sideways. Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's so so much more slanted. Unreasonable. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you think? What do you think the movie's about? <laughs> Get ready for the human race. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm assuming hmm. humans develop space travel. Okay, and everyone else has to get ready for them. Yeah, yeah, the rest of the universe is like, oh, fuck, they learned how to get into space. Uh, we need to deal with this. Um, I'll just try not to be, like, too generalist. 
And I mean, like saying that so much of sci-fi is like get ready for the human race, which is like humans develop sci-fi or uh, it's not. Yeah, they develop sci-fi. They develop uh, space travel and then go out and meet uh, things that really want to kill them. Um, that literally uh, the more broad version you had literally just describes all sci-fi is humans develop sci-fi. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, things have to deal with them or they have to deal with it. Yeah. And maybe they're like going up against, hmm, are they fighting aliens or robots? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Interesting. Interesting prediction. Um, what wh- what do you think the title has to is about? Uh, maybe Earth gets wiped out, and then this is about those people who fled into space and are surviving, fighting off the things that killed Earth and are trying to finish them off. Interesting. Titan After Earth does sound like an anime title. <laughs> yeah, like it could very reasonably have been. Yeah. Like an anime title. Yeah, I, I don't know. The poster, honestly, like... The poster's cool, but it doesn't reveal a whole lot about the movie. Is it set on Titan? Is that sure? Titan? Sure. You know what? Sure. Yeah, why not? It's set on Titan. Like the moon of Jupiter Titan? Sure, yeah. why not? Okay. Um, who are these... Who is this fella and this lady? Um, The racing humans. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one giant race. It's actually just the amazing race in space. <laughs> actually, that would be a really good like spell jammer campaign for you D D heads out there if you want to do that. Oh, yeah. Like around the world in eighty days, but spell jammer, that would be really good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Uh yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't really have anything that I can predict about these two. Um they're both armed. Yeah, they both got guns. Which like good. Yeah, they yeah, they definitely seem from the poster pretty generic sci-fi protagonists. Yeah, like they you know, like they're holding hands in the second one. Oh no, in the first one too, because they're running away. Holding hands. So, like, probably in a relationship of some kind. Yeah, I don't know. To be honest, like, there's not really much for me to guess here. Uh, It's a nice-looking poster, but it's not, like, giving me much material to work with. I I don't think I've seen this for more than 20 years. Um, I, I have a prediction based solely on the release date, and that's that the soundtrack is going to be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Like, potentially some new metal, a lot of electric guitar, maybe some rap rock. Oh, new metal. That'd be amazing. Alright. We'll see you after the film. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? Surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't expect to enjoy it that much. Decent. Didn't yeah. blow my mind, but pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. 
I can't believe they wanted to do this live action. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I have no idea how they would have even... Yeah, so... Uh, they, like... There's just, like, a rabbit hole of trivia for this. Uh, so Fox fired the original director after 18 months and $30 million. Oh. That's a lot. And then when Don Bluth and uh, Gary Goldman were hired, the studio gave them 19 months to produce the film from scratch. And presumably (laughs) $15 million to do so, because I'm pretty sure the movie had a budget of $45 million. Wow. Uh, And then, yeah, its revenue was like $24 million or something. Wow. I forgive this movie all of its faults, knowing, knowing that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, I love this, just like, it's like, because we were talking about uh, the music. People enjoyed the music. Uh, the score was originally going to be composed by Harry Gregson Williams, but he turned it down. And then it was offered to Hans Zimmer, who turned it down. <laughs> and then uh, John uh, Powell also turned it down. And so it was given to Graeme Re- uh, Revel. Yeah, we'll go with that. All right. Mm. Never heard of him, but all right. Yeah. And also, this movie had multiple prequel novels and a comic miniseries released to hype it up. <laughs> Which uh, did not work, evidently. No. Yeah, uh, I like this one. This one's very interesting, just from like film history. Uh for a preview screening on the 6th of June in Atlanta, the movie was transmitted in digital form from studio across the internet to a digital projector at a theater, never once touching film. And it's the first first major film to ever be de- debuted that way. Huh. Wow. Just, just, just a neat piece of, of history. Yeah. Uh... This is this is uh, Don Blue's first film rated PG. It's also his last animated film. Rip. Yeah. Rip to the legend. For some mm-hmm. reason, he wanted out of the game, and I can't imagine why. <laughs> this is after there are four um, uncompleted Don Bluth projects. I highly recommend. Uh, doing a Google on uncompleted Don Bluth projects. There's like a Dracula one and stuff. The stuff you can find is absolutely beautiful. But yeah, he's he reading about that guy. Like he strikes me as a heartbroken, you know, man. (laughs) (laughs) He, he didn't have the um, ruthlessness penchant for never stopping smoking cigarettes or connections with the CIA that allowed Disney to be Disney. And that's what he needed. Yeah, animation's a tough business. Yes, you literally need the CIA to buy half of Florida for you secretly to be able to make it. <laughs> like, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, the, the, this movie was good. I, I didn't expect much from like a 2000s animated movie like this. And the last movie of his that we watched was... What was the last one? The last one was uh, Secret of Nim. I'm thinking of the one before that, which was Rockadoodle. 
Yeah, Rockadoodle was rough. Yeah. We've now watched two of Don Blue's three non-musical movies. Oh, and Thumbelina. We'll, ne- we'll we never Thumbelina. tell Ted oh, the last one is. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I kind of like erased Thumbelina from my mind. It's not a... I don't like it. I think Thumbelina was a better movie than this. Like, I like this movie. I think Thumbelina was better. I think Thumbelina is the, maybe the best of the Don Bluth movies we watched. That might be a horrible thing to say. Yeah, no. (laughs) 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 No. Uh, it's not like a terrible movie i just didn't like the structure of that movie um it didn't it didn't feel super cohesive to me it is better than rockadoodle though like for sure this movie's like like it's it's pretty mid it does it doesn't really do anything exceptionally well but other than like the few drudge um cg lads uh it doesn't do anything horrible either uh it just kind of is here why were animated films so enamored of like like they're so the animation is so good like everything that's hand-drawn looks beautiful and then they keep yeah. putting these these like really low rent blue you know 3d guys in there um if i had to uh, like i don't know tons about the process these are just things that i've heard secondhand because a lot of like like um uh, a bunch of anime was messing with like cg and a lot of it looks really bad and there's some of it that looks good um but what i heard is it's easier to do certain angles it's a less intensive process to do cg compared to like traditional animation again these are just things i heard like kind of like just random people on the internet you know uh, not not a great source but these are just yeah stuff i heard so i wouldn't be surprised if like yeah certain animators saw it as like oh we can maybe save some money here this has potential to make things easier so we're not like crunching ourselves to death to to draw uh, all the frames yeah, and I mean, like, having 19 months and presumably yeah. the funding of the original movie yeah. had, to, had to cut some corners as well. Now, like, thankfully, those, like, drudge lads aren't in too much of the movie. Like, like the walking ones, like the ones where they're actually out of the ships, because those are the worst-looking ones. Yeah, it's mostly just the ships. Yeah, and, and the ships are, like, fine. I, at least I didn't have any problem with them. It was just like when they were walking around, I was like, <laughs> this doesn't look good. They're pure energy. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I, it means uh, they're made of nothing but energy. They're How batteries. Do they stand? How do they stand energy. on things? Okay. With energy when they feel like it. Because they also yeah. stand on things when they don't feel like it. Do you think that's what the secret was? That humans discovered? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely the secret they were worried that humans were going to figure out. Like, it seems like they're like they heard down the grapevine that humans wanted to make a machine that could make a planet, and they're like, "Oh, that'll require a lot of energy." Oh shit! Uh- <laughs> 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 they're going to turn us into batteries. 
but also like humans were making the art the titan an arc before they were being threatened to be destroyed well yeah humans well yeah humans were gonna destroy their own planet obviously they they... i mean fair (laughs) they knew they knew we needed there's probably a couple of them you know just in case They are. You are correct. Uh, a thing you said during the film, Ivan, that the dredge, the dredge, are completely warranted in wanting to wipe out the human race. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no way the humans would not have turned the dredge into batteries and used them to power a horrid machine, and they did. It's like, no, please don't turn us into double A's. <laughs> Get into I the mean, battery. Other than destroying Earth, I don't think the dredge killed any humans. they ordered other humans to kill humans yeah and that just probably proves their point in to them they had a lot of like but it seems like the dredge wanted people to like triple and quadruple cross people they probably should have stayed with corso and it would have been fine yeah but yeah, like they're just like we captured two humans. This one gave us the map we need. We'll keep him alive. This one we don't need. We'll jettison her, but in a in a sealed uh, like pod towards civilization. Oh wow! Yeah, that is actually kind of that's kind of nice. Conscientious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't know if the dredge were the bad guys. They destroyed Earth. Yeah. But we've established humans were almost certainly going to do that anyway. (laughs) They just sped it up by a bit. Yeah. I mean, I would say from their perspective, they were certainly doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Like, like if I was an alien species, I saw a lot of humans, I'd be like, oh man, fucking kill them. Like, like, end, end it. Um... From the human's perspective, like yeah, definitely, definitely they've the villains de- here. They've developed a machine that can that can destroy planets, but in reverse. All so my probably my biggest complaint relative to like Cal, anyways. Why is why is why is he good at science? Why does he know what he's talking about? What, what ancient flood memories? Because his father was good at science. Same <laughs> reason why he put genetic <laughs> gene map in his hand. You got me white white man magic <laughs> like imagine if he just died like you're like okay you my son who are a child who i'm sending off randomly into space you have the map that will find the ship uh like what if he just died like, like what if he got a space disease and died and it's just like nah, it's, it's, it's over he was entrusted to um the mole guy whatever that guy's name was I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about, though. Tech, that is I think. one of the common complaints about this movie is the protagonist sucks. He doesn't <laughs> do anything. He's like barely a chosen one. Yeah. I mean, it makes um, it makes um, Corso's betrayal more surprising. It's just like, oh, he was just actually like good at this and seemed like he cared. 
Yeah, I, I liked our running commentary throughout the whole movie of like, this is just like Atlantis. And just like, this isn't like Atlantis. This is <laughs> like this like other Atlantis thing. Again. Yeah, it's, it's like, like this is like Firefly. <laughs> now it's like Atlantis. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, this is just this is just Treasure Island, but in space. Like some sort of treasure planet. <laughs> <laughs> when did Treasure so, Planet uh, hit? Uh, let's find out. After this. Uh, 2002. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I like, so IMDb's more like this. Number one, Treasure Planet. Number two, Atlantis. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're not wrong. Nailed it. They're not wrong. Nailed it. (laughs) Um, Shauna, as the resident uh, weird monster uh, respecter, what'd you think of the weird aliens and monsters? Uh, I liked them. Some were cute. Some were sexy. <laughs> Is the big leg one the sexy one? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, I'll leave it up to you to decide. I commented to Ivan while we were watching a cot. I like this one. <laughs> the Jean Garofalo. legs the... for something. Yeah, no, the weird squatty monster. Always squatting. L- legs for days. <laughs> yeah, Kent, literally uh, incapable of skipping leg day. <laughs> Every day is leg day. Yeah, you're just like just predisposed uh, to uh, to uh, squats. Slavic blood in those veins. <laughs> yeah, needed a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cigarette a a flask (laughs) the first escape scene when they wreck they wreck this little spaceship getting their big spaceship and then the 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 spaceship windshield is cracking and he grabs a fire extinguisher like like the kind you'd have under your sink of fire extinguisher yeah (laughs) i love that so much Saves them. Fire extinguisher technology has not advanced at all into space. I mean, it's advanced enough that it's capable of being used in with a without oxygen. Yes, that is also. You're in a spaceship. You're presumably in a pure oxygen environment. What? You have a bigger problem if there's a fire. Yeah, I mean, I assume that's. I I have the feeling that like fighter jets have a have a fire extinguisher in them and like it's not probably ever used. <laughs> it's just like it's just kind of there to like keep peace of mind, but it's like if you have to use that, you have bigger problems. <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it, that fire extinguisher was presumably designed by aliens. Oh yeah, that was an uh, alien. Yeah. I mean, was it an alien ship? I think so. It's hard to say. Like most most technology looked very just kind of human, except for the dredge. Well, maybe it's like sharks, you know, because like sharks they stopped evolving because they they're the perfect form. <laughs> this is the perfect form of fire extinguisher. Right. Yeah. You can't get better at extinguishing fires, <laughs> or propelling yourself through the vacuum of space. Um, 
so that soundtrack not not the sorry not the soundtrack yes what's the difference not the score i should say the original soundtrack the music used 12 mm-hmm. out of 12 out of 10 yeah yeah perfect <laughs> like as soon as as soon as we got to like the first scene of him older and you're just like you, you, you got it. Yes, right. Soundtrack's going to be amazing. The first song you hear is a Power Man 5000 song. And he's st- <laughs> like, it's just like wicked guitar riff. And then a guy starts rapping and you're like, I am <laughs> on board. <laughs> I am on board for this. There's a Jamiroquai song in there. It's great. There's a reggae song. and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere toward the end. A pop punk, like 2000 era, like yeah. 41 ass pop, pop punk song starts. Holy yep. moly. It's, oh, this movie was made in the year 2000. Yeah. Really a like, it does, in, a, in a delightful kind of way. Yeah, it does not hide it. Wow, this tagline's even worse. Oh, Saving no. the galaxy one planet at a time. Mm. They aren't. <laughs> That's not what happens at all. The, the yeah, what? Is in zero They danger. save one planet by making it. It's not even saving the planet. You're making yeah. a new one. Yep. <laughs> also, as we've seen, the Dredge aren't particularly interested in de- destroying planets. They were just afraid of humans. <laughs> they seem pretty chill. I mean, they'll just, like, nobody's capable of, like, uh, enforcing, like, uh, like diplomatic boundaries on them, I guess. But other than well, that, pure well, I mean, they killed exactly. <laughs> they killed the the cook while they were chasing the human. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that dredge was a dick. Just... I mean, the the cook deserved it. Yeah, that's what he gets for having teeth. Oh yeah, the teeth. Yeah, it was like a cockroach alien, and then they exploded him, and all that's left was teeth. Yeah, yeah. teeth aren't pure energy. <laughs> But cockroaches are? Maybe that's why the dredge hate humans, because they have teeth. Yeah, all the all the better to eat the pure energy. Oh, we have bones. Because the cockroach has an exoskeleton. True. Mm. <sighs> that's why he melted so well. Yep. Can't argue with that, Shauna. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm down to side with the dredge. Like Kale knew about Kale knew about how, what Titan was and how it worked for five minutes before being like, I could just kill the dredge and turn them into a battery. I I don't understand why they hated humans so much. I'm going to end their race. <laughs> I mean, they tried to end the human race, so. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I think retaliation is more than justified in this case. <laughs> they tried to destroy Titan, which was on Earth at the time. They just were overzealous with their shot. Okay, so Graham Ravel, um, who did the score, he, <laughs> he also did the score for From Dusk Till Dawn, uh, and the Crow and the Street Fighter movie, <laughs> and my friends, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. 
and uh the upcoming uh never end the story film the craft so we're gonna get we're gonna get very familiar with a graham Ravel. oh boy nice <laughs> when Hans zimmer says no get graham Ravel. you get the guy that did the like wicka 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 wow guitar music from the mighty morphin power rangers movie <laughs> he's the winner of several fangoria chainsaw awards for best score how prestigious there are certain awards that it seems like it's worse to get than not get fangoria magazine's chainsaw award I like the plot keyword ambiguous fate of a character, which I guess is in relation to uh, Corso, presumably, I mean, bleeding out and That's also be- being electrocuted. A, a connector between a, yeah. Not very, no. <laughs> Not very ambiguous. Very ambiguous. Yeah, it's like, I don't <laughs> well, think he's like, that. I'm trying to think of who else was the ambiguous fate of a character. So like I feel like it's him that somebody claims male rear nudity. Yeah, there yep. was. There is that. There's there's a whole ass. Ooh, this is a good plot keyword. Uh oh, nucleic acid. <laughs> so what DNA? <laughs> all right yeah (laughs) i don't know that the plot of this film revolves around that but i'll allow it hey they 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 found out that the titan's also an arc full of full of dna oh i loved akima she just like she's just like looking at the dna she had like named like three or four animals like it's all here (laughs) they're all very big like giraffe like very charismatic animals. Yeah, it's like leopard, giraffe, whale. They're all here. Every animal I've ever heard of. They're gonna make this, and they're gonna be like, "There's no plankton. We're fucked." <laughs> nah, we didn't Bob's make pill bugs. We're totally screwed. <laughs> yeah, well, like that's it. Like, like this thing was set up to be able to make a planet but like is any human left alive capable of like properly (laughs) reintroducing species to this planet (laughs) they just clone them and let them go yeah well and it's just like man tigers are cool tigers first (laughs) (laughs) this planet of rampaging tigers the soccer kid gets eaten by a tiger immediately Uh, 15 years later the classic uh, plot keyword (laughs) but yeah (laughs) Uh. holy moly Um, shout out to the super intelligent slave trader guard who gets kicked to death anyways yeah (laughs) he's too smart for his own good yes far too smart the dumb guards 
didn't get kicked you didn't get their rib cages freaking blasted yeah. open by a kangaroo alien like they're getting through the door either way why was corso so nice up to that point and even you know having that like father son flying the spaceship through the angels moment to make the twist of the knife even more painful okay classic human move (laughs) (laughs) um yeah what was corso hoping to get paid in what it like they're the dredger beings of pure energy bitcoin I mean, like that would be that would be the dredge's valid reason for hating humanity with how much energy is consumed to make a bitcoin. <laughs> it's like, you know how many of our race died to make this bitcoin. <laughs> it's like, what is my purpose? You mine bitcoin? No, not even, not even. You power the you power the Nvidia graphics card that mines bitcoin. <laughs> now. Now make a make a make a new sci-fi movie that's very like similar setup, but but humanity has enslaved a, a race of pure energy beings to to mine bitcoins for them. I still, <laughs> I do not understand what being pure energy means. It means you are nothing but energy. Uh, okay, but we're energy right now. Under that, no. <laughs> Or flesh. What does carbon mean? (laughs) I mean, we're carbon-based life forms as opposed to being energy-based life forms. Energy-based, the element, the periodic table of elements. I forgot energy. Yeah. (laughs) Look, they're they're made of space energy. You think they're made of the same stuff their spaceship is made of? A la gingerbread house kind of style? I mean, it it, it it seems that way, way. yeah. yeah. All right. At very least, a very similar energy. I mean, like, huh. I suppose, like, our houses are made of carbon-based materials. True. So, but, uh. Also, like, they don't have a planet. Maybe they seem to just have their capital ship or whatever. Or maybe that is their planet. Wouldn't they live in like a sun or something? Because they're energy. I don't know. I'm giving this too much. <laughs> That's but everything's energy. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how physics works, Don Bluth. It's how science f- physics works. Science fiction physics. We're controlled by energy, but we're not made of it. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand what any of these things mean. We're controlled by energy. What does that mean? <laughs> well, you were saying we are energy, but that's not true. Yeah, I guess like neurons firing in our brain. In yeah. their definition of energy, yes. <laughs> they have to physically <laughs> exist. 
as energy, whereas uh. humans physically exist as carbon. Then why have physical bodies? I don't understand. Why do they have to walk? Why do they have to trundle slowly their energy? They can just be across yeah. the room. I did ask I did ask that to Shauna during it. I'm like, why do they have hallways? <laughs> That one was weird. Also, like, I really liked in their... I wanted to bring this up, I just remembered. Um, when they get captured, they're just... They're in this little uh, fighter jet of pure energy. And there's just a, a pure energy cardboard box in the corner for, for uh, Akima to sit down on. <laughs> oh, I didn't... I yeah, I didn't know. Do not know why. <laughs> Yeah, there's just a pure energy. There's a pure energy box in the corner of this ship for no good reason for her to their, sit down on. Their definition of pure energy seems to be glass, like kind of blue, <laughs> glowy glass. Well, that was a weird thing. It's just like some things. Like I don't know if it was just the difference in animation, but like some things, it's just like okay, you can tell this is just like co- supposed to be constantly moving energy, and then other things seemed to be solid objects. Mm-hmm. But, uh. but yeah, they don't have physical bodies. They just have the, the they're blue. Okay, <laughs> if I'm being incredibly generous to the film, I'm gonna say they're like crystals with like piezoelectric stuff going on inside. So they're like rock people that are like animated by some kind of electricity. But I hate that even. <laughs> conceptualizing no they're pure energy nothing but energy (sighs) i'm not i'm not gonna ask what does that mean (laughs) (laughs) we know how to trigger you from now on (laughs) just say so yeah chris pure energy what's impure energy (laughs) what somebody (laughs) you thought about this more than the writers did which which set the set from what it was a real movie or what it wasn't oh no oh no i figured out why this is so bad in that way oh no the screen one of the screenplay credits is joss Whedon. oh wait sorry who jo- said again who's one of the screenwriters joss Whedon. like Oh my god, no wonder. I just every Marvel movie. I just wanted to make sure I heard you right before I said anything. Cuz I was like, "Wait, actually?" Jesus. Okay, that I guess that explains everything. <laughs> like, like, man, this is just like Firefly, guys. He's one of the three screenplay writers. There's two story writers. I don't really know the difference. We looked this up one time. I can't remember either. I guess presumably a screenplay is the like acted directions. Yes. And us and story is like work on the, the. Yeah. 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 The story is more or less a book and then screenplay is written to be filmed. I would assume. And we'll, we'll won't look it up. 
But yeah, pure energy is any field energy like potential energy, any kinetic energy like fast-moving particle, but no mass energy of stable or or nearly stable massive particles, which would Thank require you. a process to turn it into work. This yes. <laughs> How does it walk? <laughs> <laughs> because it can. That's that's not pure energy. It does not need work to do so, and therefore is pure energy. But walking is work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kinetic energy is movement. It is the movement without without the object to be moved. Yes, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I think this would have been a better movie if they were just like floaty stuff. That might it might be visually less interesting. Oh, I don't know about that. Like. You know, they could have just been like a cloud. It kind of moves around. That would have been freaky. Yeah, yeah. Just ma- just make them a tear from from a reboot. Yes, actually, yes. Just in a, a hard to look at a ball of sparking energy, and then give the queen big tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. These are all very good. This would have turned that. All of these suggestions would have turned this from a from a six out of ten to like a eight or a nine out of ten. <laughs> I really like that sequence in the ice field where the reflections. Were yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. The yeah, I was saying that during the uh, bat alien gas balloon sequence. the The action sequences are pretty good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, like the camera direction, like it's it's good. Like pretty exciting, and uh, and almost all of them are a mix of three um, D and and animation. And the three D can be a little bit stilted and weird looking, but it's still mm-hmm. it's directed very well. Yeah, exciting to watch. I liked how quickly all of humanity showed up to Bob. <laughs> From from like the perspective of it, it's just like it's like oh, this planet's existed for ten minutes, and then just like all the ships are almost there. Yep. <laughs> also, like presumably, I guess like uh, uh, Drifter Colony, New Bangkok, just like reconverted itself into a bunch of ships and flew on over. Was they can did teach they... the tigers soccer? <laughs> they're great um <laughs> did, did <laughs> what what if they screw up and they make the animals and they're all furries <laughs> no 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 well again like I, that's where it's part of the thing i was saying like, like is any is there any human left alive who is like a gene a gene biologist like well, it's only been 15 years. Sure. And pr- apparently most of humanity is dead. Well, I yeah. assume they died in the <laughs> Earth explosion. Yeah. And vaguely, maybe, other th- and being paid by the dredge to kill each other. Yeah. Very effective. Yeah. Yeah, that's how the dredge dealt with the remnants. They just kept paying different groups to fight each I mean, other. That's how I would do it. That's pretty smart. 
<laughs> well, like, I still don't know what Corso was going to get out of it, other than apparently Bitcoin. Because, like... <laughs> uh, uh, what was his name? Because Preed was just like, yeah, they'll let me live. And it's like, okay, it's not a great deal, but I mean, at least you know what you're getting out of this. Also, fucking just like Corso just fucking snapping Preed's neck. Yeah, that was brutal. Oh yeah, that was super brutal. Yeah, I was like, when that happened, I was like, damn, they really just let that happen? Like, like they showed that. That's crazy. Uh-huh. And like, no like cut away or anything. Like, it was just, yeah, he straight up broke that dude's neck. It's like, Nice. <laughs> Oh, that was the ambiguous fate of the character because Preed's race actually has two necks. <laughs> a secret neck made of pure energy. <laughs> there was a Ron Perlman cameo. Yeah. There's yeah. Actually, a lot of cameos. I mean, just like open opening narration from Ron Perlman, I'm like, ooh, I can't wait for the next Fallout. Oh, is he in that? Yeah, he's the narrator of... He's the... I believe he's the news reporter in Fallout 3, and then he's the narrator opener of Fallout 4. And it's just very satisfying. Man, whenever I think of Ron Perlman, I just think of... Um, uh, what was that movie we watched with the witch... Oh, oh, um, the movie, like, yeah, yeah, the the movie with the uh, Nicholas Cage. The She's in the witch when Nicholas Cage and him are slaughtering <laughs> yeah. like, thousands of women and children, and Nicholas Cage realizes, like, oh man, I've been killing women and children. And he looks over to Ron Perlman, and Ron Perlman's like, <laughs> man, can you believe? <laughs> sure, was a lot of women and children, bro. Yeah. Me too. Same realization. Exact same moment, guy. I I mean I get the sense that Ron Perlman had this realization a long time ago and was just waiting for Nick Cage to find like clue and he's just a good bro. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah man, yeah. I'll just keep killing women and children until you realize that this is maybe not the best. Yeah, I really didn't want to like break it to you that we've been killing women and children. Where were you when there was only one line of dead women and children in the sand. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. I'll just I always like season of the witch because it's just like, yeah, you know what? Actually those witch hunts were justified. I, that is my <laughs> Christianity saved Europe. That is my favorite. <laughs> Uh, horror movie thing. That's why I like the Vich as well, because it's like, oh, maybe it's all in her mind. Psych, it's the devil. It's the devil. He's real. He's coming for you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, turns out you're right to fear. <laughs> like, <laughs> that turns out it was all <laughs> true. <laughs> I was listening to my mother and my sister talk about some crappy Netflix show. My sister was like, what did you think of it? My mom goes, I didn't like it because they portrayed witches uh, pretty negatively. And I was just like, what? They're witches? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I mean, I'll always think back to your tweet where you're like, your sister was talking about seeing 
your grandma, I think, oh, in her yeah. dreams my, or something yeah, like my that. My sister sees dead relatives in her dreams. And, and you're you're just like sounds yeah, like a demon. Demons. That's not that's <laughs> like, not grandma. That's a demon. like that's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I'm just I'm laughing just to imagine like people being like, "Oh man, what did she say?" And you're just like, "Guys, yeah, it's a demon." I, I do not like. Do not care what she said, <laughs> unless it was Christ's Lord. Do not care what she said. <laughs> the film's trailer included the song "Higher" by Creed. Whoa! I think 2000 is the year Creed did the Super Bowl show too. This is this is a powerful era <laughs> so this 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 is the last don bluth film this was after Fan, uh, fantasia anastasia yep wow that is wow yeah is, what does it say yeah because it's just like uh, after the film didn't do well in box office 20th century fox closed this animation studio in arizona after only two feature films uh, this and Anastasia and then started doing 3D computer graphics such as Ice Age and Robots the definitely oh. equally remembered movie Robots I remember I re- those. yeah definitely equally Tom remembered to Ice Age it. though mm, not not quite so much <laughs> yeah like exactly yeah, uh... Ice Age sequels Yes, it's crazy. So it was uh, uh, late night uh, with some people in Discord. We watched the first Ice Age movie, and I hadn't seen it in so long. And I thought, like, ah, it's probably age fine. Right? I watched. I was like, this is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is not fun. This is not good. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, like I was just like, oh, oh no, this this is bad. <laughs> like. Because, like, we'd been watching uh, uh, Shrek at, like, 3 a.m., like, a decent amount of times. And we're like, yeah, let's expand our, our, our movies a little bit to some, like, other, you know, movies from that time period. It's just like, Ice Age. Like, come on. Yeah, it's not good. It's very sad. There are currently five mainline Ice, Ice Age movies with one untitled six film and a spinoff film and then many many uh shirts about uh what is the spinoff film for Uh, ice age sorry the ice age adventures of buck wild which i guess is a character from one of the later movies who looks to be a a meerkat huh who's a pirate oh Uh oh yeah um so some of the un- unproduced, unfinished Don Bluth films include um, The Pied Piper. So, okay, fine. A version of Beauty and the Beast. I think that's what I was talking about when I was saying Dracula. But if you look up the Beauty and the Beast, the- the- a few scenes were made. They're absolutely gorgeous. Um, Michael Jackson, after buying the Beatles <laughs> music, approached approached him to make a Strawberry Fields Forever <laughs> Fantasia-style film amazing um wow Wow. uh in partnership with steven spielberg and george lucas they worked on a film adaptation of the velveteen rabbit uh and here's here's the big one for me um this got canceled because of the box office failure of of this movie titan ae hitchhiker's guide 
Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Damn, we lost the Hitchhiker's Guide by Don Bluth. Yeah, I think that would have been cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what if it had been live action? <laughs> <laughs> Sony, stop it. <laughs> live action uh, Titan AE, but, and we'll still cast Drew Barrymore as, as an Asian woman. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been too far ahead this time. Um, <laughs> Kepler, the, uh, the episode is exploding, um, but I just want you to remember that uh, the path to Tepper's Tops is, is, is in your hand. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Will I see you again ever? Nope, psych. <laughs> Trust my friend. He's a cool guy. He won't betray you. <laughs> so do you think Corso just like wasn't looking for him and then the dredge found him and was just like, it's like, oh, maybe I'll actually finally do this. Because he like took him 15 years to find him. But like, presumably there should have been some amount of a plan of where he was going to go. Corso, very unsatisfying character. I'm good. Surprise, I'm evil. Surprise, I'm good again. Unsatisfying. Yeah, and not even, like, f like the guy in Atlantis was really fun yeah. in how evil he was. And, like, the climax of the, like, fight between him and Milo was, like, really just good. bad stepdad was the vibe from Corso. I mean, it was it's kind of yeah. weird. It's not even necessarily, like, surprise I'm evil. It's, like, surprise I'm apathetic, just like you were <laughs> two days ago. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> You're right, you're he right. He could have just, like, shown up. He's just like, hey, uh, you have a map to Titan. And he's like, I don't care. It's like, cool. How about we give it to the Dredge? And I don't fucking know. Get That's high it. on pure energy. Yep. <laughs> I'll give you some NFTs. Yeah, I'd like to share this Bitcoin and Cybertruck that the Dredge are going to give me. <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't he didn't need to convince convince kale to do this he also didn't he could have just let the them catch capture him immediately i don't know what his plan was i don't know when he betrayed him either very unclear yeah it was not handled very well all right but here we are in the tops of Tepper's. Oh, uh, yeah, this movie. Please imagine a sweet, a sweet new metal riff in your head while Tepper rates this film. <laughs> As elevators explode from going too fast sideways. Oh, I forgot that he flew an elevator into the ground <laughs> and exploded in a fireball. Yeah, it's great. It's a gas-powered elevator. So did Titan just become the core of the planet? Or Maybe. I kind of not, was a little kind of missed what happened. No, they, it flew out. It flew oh, out. Okay. Like it activated some kind of process and they like flew away. Okay, well then now they... Okay, sure. How do you think his dad died? I just realized. Like, did he starve to death? Uh, It's from... I mean, uh, Corvo said like 
it sounded like the dredge picked him up after he like parked the, the titan and uh, wouldn't tell him where it is okay and then so it was presumably like gently whisked away somewhere by the by the dredge <laughs> the horrible <laughs> torture and then and then they paid a human to kill him <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then paid an alien to kill that human. <laughs> Healthcare is really good, you know. Look, the dredge understand the economy. <laughs> you gotta give that to them. Uh, yeah. So I think, like, oh man, is this movie better or worse than the prehistoria movies? Well, I mean, it's such a difficult comparison. Yeah. That is a very difficult comparison. I think this is much more comparable to Stargate. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's some, basically the same movie. Imagine if Stargate had been animated. <laughs> this is every movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is pretty much a Bug's Life. It's not. It's not really a Bug. Bug's Life is the Communist Manifesto for kids, and this isn't quite that. <laughs> Yeah, just like just looking at the list, because like like the first step of adding any movies to this list that I go through is like I go like, is it better or worse than Prehistoria? Because I'm not going to be breaking up those three movies. Uh, it, it it's like Prehistoria is gatekeeping the top ranks of this right. list. Like they're just like, are you good enough to pass? No. Okay. The working title for the movie was Planet Ice, so clearly it's basically Spice World. <laughs> what? Yeah, real bad. Yes. Although, as Fox would later learn, putting ice in the title means you make franchises. Mm. So, should have called it Ice Planet, Planet. Ice Age, mm. Titan Age, Planet. Um, everything you tell me about the behind the scenes stuff, I'm like, this is not a tortured Don Bluth movie. Like Don Bluth saved this pile of shit from being yeah. a pile of shit it's like imagine if he had had control from the start like what could yeah. have been give him that extra 30 million dollars and uh extra 18 months that might have been nice okay so this movie i think put it below a bug's life oh. all right below a bug's life knocking down the shadow the shadow knows. Splitting up Lindsay and what Jeff. lies in the hearts of men? What evil uh, lies in the hearts of men? Ha 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 ha. Oh man. Oh man. We were at a, we were at a party. And um, Spencer, Lindsay, and I went over the shadow again. <laughs> And not just that, not just that. We were talking about Happy Gilmore. And she's like, Happy Gilmore is a wonderful movie. And both Spencer and I were like looking oh, at her like, no. are you crazy? You fucking, like, are you fucking serious right I, now? I, and we, we bullied her <laughs> so that she got up. We were sitting around a fire. She got up and watched. She was like, she's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I watched the other side. I was at a different party with Lindsay, and the same thing happened. Lindsay was, def- <laughs> was defending that film. I was like, I don't like the like, 
judging movies with a modern lens thing but watch it that movie as we described in the episode is about like a man who should have been charged with assault a dozen times <laughs> yes yes and that's and that's like I, 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 I like so I like I was saying like I was like yeah I'd watch the shadow before I'd watch happy Gilmore again and Spencer like so like Lizzie turns to Spencer goes like what about you and he goes like he's like I haven't seen the shadow but I can't imagine it's worse than Happy Gilmore. I watch the shadow, and she, she just is like so full. Oh. Like I had, I have like, I'm like, Liz, yeah. I mean, your opinions on movies are really bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's non-zero joy to be gained from watching the shadow. I cannot say the same for Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like that's what I tried to explain to her of like I was like in pain watching Happy Gilmore. Like it was insulting. <laughs> just just could not understand. Yeah. The like first side character in the first ten minutes had a good line. And then there was like another side character like forty minutes in. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like it, 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 it's dire. And I was saying that to her. I was like, I was like, listen, we blacked out the name on our list. That's how much all of us. Like, I was like, it's not just like it's like one or two people being like, like there's no split here. It's like everyone was like, this is a bad movie. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So. For the villain, um, Ivan, who historically has a lot of trouble with spelling, I just want to say, Ivan, <clears throat> Dredge, nailed it. That is exactly how Dredge is spelled. Very good work. Yeah, I, I mean, I was going by how you had been spelling it, so I just oh. assumed. I just I, I put the question mark mostly for if we want to list the Dredge as the villain. Oh, is that like, Corso? Yeah, or both, or... Mm. I, I think the dredge are the villain. Like Corso's actions are in, like mostly because of the dredge, whose actions are mostly because of humans. <laughs> <laughs> well, the potential of Don't humans, you dare, Lord of the, the potential they immediately went for. Uh, I mean, for all for all we know, uh, uh, Cal's father charged the Titan by destroying the dredge homeworld. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to read the multiple uh, prequel novels. <laughs> and, and many, oh my and many god! Series. Uh, yeah, the dredge. Um, they're kind of whatever. Uh, number nineteen slot. Oh wow! All right, knocking down. Uh, Patrick from Indian in the Cupboard. <laughs> just below McCavity. Yeah, they're just like, like, they fit there. Like, they're, they're a, a, a threat. They're a thing to fight. But there's nothing very interesting about them. This is not, not doing great for any of my ratings, gotta say. uh since we were talking about it earlier uh like i looked at season one and we have happy gilmore blacked out real low but right below it is thumbelina and rockadoodle damn (laughs) 
is fun. The beetle ball. The beetle ball, guys. Welcome to the beetle ball. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say, I think it's, um, you know, like, like I mentioned in episodes where I go, like, oftentimes being able to, like, think on a movie, or at the very least, like, in time, what movies stick with you, or, like, what aspects. Happy Gilmore is one of those movies that, like, the more time passes that between me watching it and, like, now, I'm just like, it's it's bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a really bad movie. Well, that's where, like, I'm pretty sure pro- almost certainly everything that's beneath it on season one was watched after it. <laughs> almost certainly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cause like, even like, like I'm looking at the season one list and I go like, um, like the, the bottom three are really rough, but like <laughs> maybe I'd watch Atlantic Rim over Happy Gilmore. Oh, oh, I would watch that a million times over Happy Gilmore. I was thinking about that today. I was digging potatoes yeah. and I was thinking about how many times he called people a pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was laughing to myself. <laughs> um yeah I'd, I'd watch i'd watch catwoman again instead of happy gilmore yeah <laughs> yeah i like i like that you feel the sorcerer's apprentice is worse than catwoman though that's still an interesting like uh, yeah so i mean like i mentioned before it's something very particular to me oh right i i'd forgotten about the cringe thing. yeah 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 i i think it's a better movie than Catwoman overall, um, it's just I have a really like this anything with the Nick anything with Nicolas Cage, great. Like Nicolas Cage is awesome in that movie, and some of the action scenes in that movie are are really cool. Um, I just I I just could not stand that main character. I just could not stand him. Um, yeah, really unlucky for Sorcerer's Apprentice. Although it did, it did have us come up with the wizards going their own way yes. joke, which yes, big is... town, very much with it. Also, the uh, the you have your feet have to touch the ground. So all the weird wizard rules they put in that stupid movie. Yeah, <laughs> rubber makes magic stop working. So yeah, dumb. I had to remind myself. Uh... I was I wanted to make the joke, but I couldn't remember who was in the movie. I was just like, so I'm just like, it's like, yeah, you know, it's just like cring, cringiness, which is like classic, classic Justin Long. Yeah, was he? Oh man, I'm mixing them again. It's Justin that's, Long and uh, Jay Baruchel or whatever. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I Jay don't Baruchel. know how to spell. <laughs> I was trying to find him and I failed. I'm like, okay, well, I can spell Justin Long. <laughs> But yeah, there's definitely movies that are like on that list below it that I would uh, I, I would watch over it. Yeah. Now, but season one is set in stone. Yeah. Never to be changed. It would be interesting at like some point to like basically go back and be like, okay, now that you know so much time has passed, what what? people think about the movies 
I wouldn't even rank them all again. I would be very tempted though to say like, what's the top ten and the bottom ten? Yeah, there's there's yeah, there's way too many to rank them all again. But just to go back and even yeah, pick out like twenty and be like, these are the ones that I think are the best or or that stuck with me in some way. Now we'll rewatch the top ten and the bottom ten. <laughs> okay, top ten, sure. Bottom ten, no, no. Use like, oh, like even, uh. like that bottom three is horrid. Osmosis Jones is so good if it wasn't for the unnecessary body horror. Yeah, we need the yeah. only animated cut of Osmosis Jones, or even just like. The animated cut with, uh, oh fuck, I'm forgetting his name right now. Uh, who's the actor? Bill Murray. Bill Murray, yeah, 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 yeah. Just like Bill Murray being normal, or at least movie normal for Bill Murray. <laughs> like, what if, what if you took, what, what if you took Rockadoodle and Osmosis Jones and switched <laughs> the. <laughs> Put the live action Rockadoodle and Osmosis Jones and vice versa. Would that make this a better movie? I think I, yes. I mean, <laughs> like, Rockadoodle doesn't have a lot of live action. It's just like the opening, like, three minutes and the closing minute, I think, isn't it? Isn't it, like, all animated otherwise? I don't really Pretty remember. much. Yeah, per- yeah, pretty close. Yeah. But yeah, back to season two. Yes, 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 yes. It was fun. Nice, comfy 19 spot for the dredge. Yep. So after these moves, um, we, Connor has still got a vice grip. Actually, it has has <laughs> improved the vice grip on uh, the number one bringer spot. But Shauna, number one villain bringer. Uh, really number one no is connor number one in both things yes <laughs> not by, by point two. Oh, and also like i mean like connor's like nine movies is like that's a that's very impressive like that's like second most movies and huge averages well, she's Connor's, been on a redemption arc. Like it's crazy. Connor is in every single film in the top five. Yeah, yeah. Holy fuck! And still managing to be on three in the bottom, uh, bottom six. <laughs> but a lot of people are on those ones. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's shared pain. Whereas in the top five, she has two movies to herself. Connor needs to be stopped. Uh, I mean, we could just start the year of pain. Then do it. Or, or like, you could just bring better movies. That's not that's that's physically impossible. I didn't watch good movies as a kid. Not the point of this, exactly. I I brought the best movies I saw as a kid. Same. I brought fucking legend and heavy metal this time around okay were you a bringer on heavy metal oh maybe not oh right no i i saw that as an adult like a normal person (laughs) (laughs) you could have put your name down on it 
Yeah, but that would be cheating. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a cheater. Sometimes you gotta cheat the system. Like, like, ten minutes into watching Core. (laughs) Watching the Core. (laughs) And realizing it's probably better if just no one brings that. It was so bad that you disavowed it during it. That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Core was great. Just everybody being like, yeah, no. This is a sack of trash. Um, all right, we got a business dad? Yeah, yeah we got a business we dad. Have Ron one, Perlman. We have one to two of them. Literal one and optional second. He's pretty business. Yeah. He... But he did it all for his son at the same time. Yeah, like the scene where it's where it shows that he, like he took his son's toy invention or whatever all the way to Titan with him. It's like yeah, oh, he cared. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he made his son the king of the humans. He made his son <laughs> that also true. God Emperor yeah. man, pretty pretty good dad move. Like that's an inheritance. This is the beginning of forty k. <laughs> Oh wow! This is just forty k. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, um, he's like pretty well balanced because like he really does care. He was just forced by um apocalypse to uh, like the end of the potential end of the human race to uh have to leave his son um i think number seven spot i think all right uh was, between, this was a kind of hard one to rate i gotta say oh yeah, wow between unhinged business dad uh, unhinged business magicians dad from the prestige and dino golf business dad from priest area three hmm. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't get the screen time to truly show how much he may or may not care. But they but the screen time he gets, he does he does a good job of caring about both, like a weirdo. Yeah, yeah, he's he's very well balanced. Get over your planet exploding, son. Drink your orange juice and, and eggs. <laughs> I, I, oh man, I just nothing has even come close. Like, like nothing. <laughs> like no business dad has managed to even for a second get me be like, yeah, that's worse than Origin Egg. And that was the first movie we watched. Mm-hmm. Set the tone. Set the tone for the what whole a, podcast. What a legacy. really? I mean, we wouldn't be keeping track of business dads without him. It's true. Like, what a legend. All right, my friends, who do we want to list? Ron Perlman. Yeah, yeah, Ron Perlman, that's a good one. Paul Giamatti. You? (laughs) Shut your mouth. I would like to list teeth. (laughs) Okay, that's really good. I don't. I don't have teeth as a people. Okay, then I would like to list pure energy. 
<laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> you got anyone? Anyone, Shauna? Uh, no. Not even, not even sexy kangaroo legs. Nah, not sexy kangaroo legs. All right. Um, what was the name of the uh, toad-looking dude? Uh, how the fuck was it pronounced? It was goon, goon, which is spelled, which is spelled gun with an e. Ah, uh, goon. John John Leguizamo, who is the sloth in Ice Age. Yes, this was his really. First, this was his first voice acted role. Oh my god. Yeah. John Leguizamo does a lot of voice acting, and he does far too much. <laughs> <laughs> far too much as a voice actor. Uh, the Intelligent Guard. Mm, that's a good he one. Did, yeah, he deserves a shout out. Now the question is, did he have a name? Uh, Slave Trader Guard. Is his, he's listed as. No. This is a second separate character. There's a name on this actor. He he, he plays two voices. Charles Rocket. Yeah, I was just curious if it was the randomly the same character or not, because sometimes they do that. Oh, that was one of the muscly guys at the beginning. Uh, slave trader guard. It is. He just he knew his job. He was all business. Yeah. He was he was just too smart for his own good. Well, he should have taken a pointed fucking quick draw or something. Like it's okay to call people out on like, yeah, you're not really slave traders, but like then kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if they have giant mega legs. <laughs> I mean it's also I mean it's on the business for only posting one guard at the door also. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, that that's everybody I can think of at least to list. Yeah, it seems good. Then I guess we get young Cal for Never in the Glory. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, there isn't really much else. Soccer boy, but what's he got going on? Nothing. A soccer ball being eaten by tigers. All right, nice. Getting close to another bracket. Oh, this was the all. This was the all female bracket up until now. Oh. Well, Akima exists if we want. If we want to keep that going. <laughs> or the or the or uh, sister to soccer kid. <laughs> she gets. She gets, just gets all the soccer kids. She, no. <laughs> Perhaps forty soccer kids. Oh she gets to deliver exposition. She gets pure energy. I hate this place, and I hate all of you. <laughs> Just a hater. I hate the players and the game. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't have any real thoughts. I'm good with like any option. 
Yeah. It's a weird it's a weird bracket. Very low power. Although again we'll we'll face the issue again of I actually I mean young Cal might be the only one in here immune to the to the powers of like hype for the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. Being born so so long after their music yeah i was i was gonna say ella mcgregor might have this but she's larping as british so she's obviously gonna love the spice girls hey that's <laughs> scottish that's a type of british not to her yeah oh she's a big scottish independence yeah she would be yes yeah so. yeah yeah I, th- I think she's got that bracket honestly <laughs> She knows it's just she, a matter of how she kills everybody else. She knows how to fence with golf clubs. What's Lily got? The ability to convince people she loves them. Okay, but once again, Thumbelina proved that just being like a woman that people want for some reason is very important. So we we do have to, you know, keep the dark horse hogtied Kim Control in mind. Yeah. <laughs> I love that she's going to start hogtied. She's going to end hogtied too, baby. Yeah, <laughs> very likely. Also, young Cal is four years old. <laughs> oh, he's dead. He's not living long. He has his invention. Mm-hmm. Whatever and it breaks. It spins in water. Yeah, what the fuck does it do? That's Lucy's six or something. Mm. Alright. Let's rate this bad boy. I go first, and I would like to rate this uh, film. Um, uh, Space Station Tau 14 out of 14. Nice. Uh, I rate this one planet exploded by pure energy. <laughs> I rate, <clears throat> sorry, I rate this movie one planet being created by pure energy. Ooh. <laughs> what a twist! And I'd rate this movie leopards, giraffes, whales—they're all here. <laughs> <laughs> As always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Shauna. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8-Bit Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.